Welcome back, boys and girls, to another episode of Kayfabe Comparisons. My name is Daniel John Schaefer, joined as always by the KG Cast Lush. Cast, how you doing, bro? I am so good. Thank you guys for joining us. I am ready for the bonus show, WrestleMania 10 versus WrestleMania 15. Yeah, 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 yeah. Be sure to subscribe. Thank you guys so much for the support, uh, especially for the WrestleMania episode. Um, it's been um, overwhelming. We've like tripled in downloads just for that episode. So that's really cool. Uh, but yeah, man, let's kick it right off. Let's get into WrestleMania 10 versus WrestleMania 15, WrestleMania 1994 versus WrestleMania 1999. Uh, man, WrestleMania 10, the opening match, possibly best opening match in WrestleMania history. Cass, give it to me. I mean, I would say. It's hard to beat. It's hard to beat. Let, let's start off at the beginning of WrestleMania 10, if I may, real quick. You got Vincent Kennedy McMahon coming out, opening the show. I love watching him open a WrestleMania. It's classic. This was a 10th anniversary. And it was really cool that Mark Marrow sang America the Beautiful. Um, that was Mark Marrow, right? Or was that... <laughs> Oh, oh that man, wasn't Mark. Oh man, it, it was pretty funny um, though. It was pretty hysterical seeing Little Richard uh, like lip sync yeah. to his track too. That was a little. Was, it was good. I honestly thought it was Mark Merrill for a good one minute. No, I and I love <laughs> honestly I love America the Beautiful starting off the show, and I wish they like made. I, see, I like the I like the tradition. I feel like WWE nowadays doesn't stick to that tradition. I know they still do the America the Beautiful, but it. I don't know. It just they they made it more of a point back then, um, and going back to last week's episode, WrestleMania 25, I I tell people all the time I got to see Aretha Franklin sing "America the Beautiful" in Detroit, which was always a good, you know, it, it was it's Aretha Franklin, it's amazing, and I got to see that. I just wish uh, I wish they did a bigger, you know, "America the Beautiful" thing. I think that's like a tradition that's kind of fallen off, and then just Vince coming out with, you know, Waka! It was just amazing. But yeah, Owen versus Brett. It is. I'm not gonna say possibly, it is the greatest opening to WrestleMania. And it's and and it's one of the greatest matches of all time. I gave it like literally an A plus plus, ten out of ten, two thumbs up, five stars, kinda like I did with Sean versus Undertaker. It's one of those once a lifetime matches. The build up to this match was amazing. You got I mean the story that they did. They they the reason this match was so great is because a good wrestling match has a story inside of the ring, but a really good wrestling match, they tell a story inside of the ring, but they also had a story leading up. And I know that's obvious, but this match really had both of them. Um, I, I don't, I mean, it, it, it was just so great. It was so great. Uh, Owen truly was special. I mean, he was he was a the one of the greatest heels of all time. The King was awesome on commentary, which just added to the match. He was he definitely needed to be wearing a shirt by 1994, though. I feel oh, like I they panned him in the beginning with the no shirt. I mean, I it, don't. It know. was a little. It's like a little shocking. Like, wow, he's yeah. gonna sit there. Is he not going to get cold, maybe, or something? I know I would. No, he has that sweater of hair um, on his front, man. That's true. Um, no, but he was cla- It was classic heel King. Um, and then just one of the best finishes ever. And just the way Owen sold the finish. Owen sold the finish. Owen won, and he sold like a champion, like literally asking the referee over and over again, one, two, three? Like, really? Three? What? That Like, he just couldn't believe it. 
he could not believe it. And then they go to the back, and he's got spit on the side of his mouth, and I'm just staring at that the whole time. It was amazing. Uh, I mean, uh, just one of my favorite matches of all time. I mean, I, I can't say enough about it. What would you think about Owen versus Brett WrestleMania 10? Man, uh, I feel like the whole open was really nostalgic. It was super 90s. Like, I was totally in the moment. Uh, totally felt... Uh, all the the neon colors and you know like I wanted to like open a surge and you know Neat. like just hang out and be 90s in my Zupa pants but um yeah man I mean I think Owen is probably the best whiny heel of all time uh I mean ev- everything was so smooth and so fluid the chain wrestling in the open was just super good uh, the clothesline over the top got such a huge pop um, I mean such a great technical match. Uh, I feel like, honestly, this is the way wrestling should, you know, I think that this match kind of shows to me that, like, it doesn't have to be all high spots to be technically proficient. And for, like, like, even modern marks, I feel like, would enjoy a match like this. And it was also more emotional. Granted, the storyline brought you there, too, but it was actually the way they wrestled the match. You know what I mean? Like, there was more yeah. emotion in it. It, it. You know, uh, the, the the selling spots just were a little bit slow. They would move in slow motion just for a little bit, and then they would jump back into their pace. And, like, learning that, like, that's the thing. I think everything now is kind of, like, all pace. But these dudes killed it, man. I thought it was a fantastic match. Uh, I gave it four and a half stars, which is an A+, plus. I mean, by any standards. Um Man, and that's going to take us over to WrestleMania 15, uh, where Boys to Men opened the show, which was mm. amazing. Love Boys to Men, big fan. Dude, so many signs in the crowd in 1999, like just a sea of like poster board. Uh, I mean, it was a cheap ass looking set, though. At, at least I, I felt that way. Um, but yeah, man, the first match here was was pretty awful. It was Al Snow versus Hardcore Holly versus Billy Gunn for the Hardcore Championship. What about the what about the amazing opening promo though with Freddie Blassie? Just that classic, great promo. Oh I mean, yeah, it, yeah, it was yeah. That vi- so I mean, good. that video the, open package with the legends is just is a top ten ever like yeah. production. Yeah, it's pretty wild, man. Yeah. It's pretty wild. Um, so I mean, yeah, I mean this match I really didn't have much to say about it. It was short enough. Uh, the finish was quick. Uh, they did something shifty with, you know, the finish, which is fine. Uh, but I gave this match one star. Uh, it was barely passable to me. Um, obviously, going to go ahead and give the nod to WrestleMania 10 on this one. Cass, what do you feel about uh, this little triple threat hardcore match? Yeah, yeah, we didn't say who. It, it was Al Snow versus Bob Holly versus Billy Gunn, who was the champ, I believe, for the hardcore title. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. Yeah, for me, just wasn't well, not my thing. This hardcore match. My matches just are never been my cup of tea. I'm more of an in-ring type of guy. I don't like even going to the outside for a little bit. Um, it was just a bunch of weapon spots, uh, just hitting each other with stuff. It wasn't. It was nothing. I mean, it was a, a a D, an F. I don't. I don't really know. It was somewhere down there on lower end of things. And yes, definitely WrestleMania 10 gets the nod here um and speaking of wrestlemania not much better than wrestlemania 15 you got bam bam versus versus doink and dink and 
I know this isn't, a, but I loved it when I was a kid. I mean, seeing Dink, anytime Dink's out, I loved it. So I had a little bit of a, you know, there was it was a little bit of unfair advantage here because uh, <laughs> Dink Dink's out there, and I remember uh, being a kid loving Dink. Um, you know, my daughter was even watching it with me, and she got really excited. So there's something about you know, a little a little a little clown out there. It's it's hilarious. It's awesome. Uh, it could have been shorter though. It was it was uh, it was a really long match. Um, you know, I thought Bam Bam deserved a little more than this. It was kind of you know I understand why Bam Bam didn't last that long after that. But it was a very weak finish. There was a botch with a splash with uh, Luna and and Dink moving in time, and there was some sort of miscommunication. It looked very sloppy. They didn't cover. They didn't you know. Uh, cover the botch well and uh it was a pretty bad match even with that i gave it a d that dink being so funny out there saved it from being an f but i mean i i I, for some reason i remember the match fondly when i look back at wrestlemania 10 you got bam bam luna versus doink and dink you can't have wrestlemania 10 without this match but was it a good match no no it was not what was your thoughts on one of the greatest wrestlemania matches of all time bam bam and luna vashon versus doink and Dinkus the Clown. Uh, I mean, we just talked about everything that we liked about the 90s and the nostalgia uh, and, like, the great match that Owen and Brett had. Uh, to me, this match is, like, showcasing the other side of that coin with just heavy gimmick and super cheese, uh, super carny-style match. I was never into Doink. I'm not into clowns. It's just not what I do. The only oh, clown, man. the only clown character on earth that I'm remotely into is the Joker. Everything else is kind of like just super, super weird and stupid to me. Um, but yeah, man, Bam Bam definitely deserved more. Uh, I didn't like this match at all. I gave it zero stars. Um, I mean, I, I gave it. Not, I mean, I, I really didn't think this shouldn't have even been on the show, honestly. Uh, but that'll just take us right back over to uh, the WWF Tag Team Championship match in WrestleMania 15, match number two. It is D'Lo Brown and Test versus Double J and Owen. Mm-hmm. Um, man, I have no idea who the babyfaces are in this match. That's what I wrote down. It's like everybody's working. Like this whole Attitudes Era-style tweener thing makes the psychology of the match so hard to follow. And I feel like... Uh, that's kind of a recurring theme in these 1999 pay-per-views that we've been covering. Um, I mean, the ring work was solid. I mean, three out of four good workers isn't a bad ratio. <laughs> Sorry, Tess, but you're terrible. Um, RIP. But, man, I mean, it was short and sweet. Um, I gave it two and a half stars, so I guess like a C minus, a D plus C minus. Uh, you know, it's a little, you know, not quite not quite average, a little below average, but, pa- you know, a little more than passable. What did you think about this WWF tag team title match? I knew who the babyface was. It was Deborah, and Jesus help me, did she look good. Um, really, that's the most I took away from this match was Deborah coming out looking right. And D'Lo Brown was really awesome. Uh, I think uh, D'Lo doesn't get his due enough. Uh, very underrated. Um, you know, five years after WrestleMania 10, you got Owen coming out here with a new gimmick, kind of. He's still Owen Hart. He's still amazing, but I miss the pink and black rocket. It was a fun short match. It was nothing special. You know, it was a way that, you know, we're still opening up WrestleMania. You're building. Um, I gave it a C. You know, it was nothing special. It wasn't bad. It wasn't terrible. You know, you got some great people in there. You got Double J. You got Owen Hart, like you said. D'Lo Brown. 
test, average match. You know, uh, uh, if I was running things back then, Owen would have been doing something way special, but way more special. But you know, you, you can't be on top all the time, and it, it was a good WrestleMania match. It was a, it was a C. It was, it was it was it was average. It was average. Yeah. So I mean, but I think it, it, even in this case, man, like average is the hands down winner uh in this and you know in this comparison Wait, here dink you're talking about dink and doink the clown are you serious that's like no yeah yeah i'm definitely gonna have yeah, to go. def- i mean oh I mean, come on come on come on you gotta give but an what, eye to owen so yeah. right now we're one and one we're one and one one for wrestlemania 10 nice uh, one for wrestlemania 15 um let's, let's jump back over to 10 then man we had a uh, macho man versus crush um, oh yeah I just it was really hard to follow with the falls count anywhere type gimmick thing that they had because it wasn't really a fall. It was like you had to get a count out if that made sense. Or I I, I mean I I still don't really understand how that all worked. It was kind of hard to follow and that really hurt the match because I felt like some of the work was pretty decent. I mean, the Macho Man's the Macho Man. Like he's he's great. Uh, I love watching him in the ring no matter what, even if it is against a guy like Crush who has never really been great in my opinion. Um but, you know, I mean, yeah, I mean, just having the match so kind of gimmicked up to the point where it's hard to follow. Um, you know, I love seeing Macho Man, so I gave it a, a star and a half. Uh, but, you know, I wasn't really big on this match either. What do you think about Macho Man versus Crush? Man, if I was doing the star system, it hurt my heart to say, but it would be probably half a star, one star at most. I gave it a, 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 a D minus. Uh, which, which, like I said, it hurts my heart because Macho Man is one of the greatest of all time. You know, dig it, freak out, freak out. And I love Crush because that era of wrestling, that cheesy gimmick wrestling era is like one of my favorite eras of all time. Um, probably because I'm a Shawn Michaels fanboy and that's when Shawn was on top. But still, um, I love seeing the Macho Man's entrance at WrestleMania. You know, the dun 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 dun. It was just... Uh, you know, that was probably the best part of the match was the actual entrance. The weird having to pin somebody out of the ring thing was just how could they have tested that and thought that was a good idea? I, I don't know. Um, and I didn't really see much point of the match and the build up to it. There was really no story. And then the weirdness, he was trying to like tie up crush on some thing backstage yeah, oh, and it didn't that work. It was just so bad. And I was worried about crush. <laughs> It was obviously he wasn't tying it right, and Crush almost like fell on his head. It was so bad. I mean, it sucked. It sucked. The only reason he gets a D is honestly because the Macho Man was in the match, and the Macho Man was amazing. But let's see what is next from WrestleMania 15. Well, yeah, next we had that uh, the Brawl for All. So to me, we're not going to count this as a match uh, just because we want to keep the kind of linear comparisons going on here. But let's just touch on it real quick, man. I mean, the, the bullet points here, like they had hyped up Bart Gunn and he had knocked out pretty much a lot of wrestlers and he did look like he was going to get a monster push. And I think that they really just kind of believe their own hype. Uh, I mean, if you've heard the stories and that's definitely the case, they really thought that Bart Gunn had a chance against the guy who literally <laughs> just knocked people out for a living. Um uh, man, some of my notes here was just, poor Gorilla Monsoon just looks so so sick, man. Like I that that like really hurt my heart. Uh, Bart Gunn looked scared coming out. Uh, I mean that dude probably still has brain damage. That knockout was so 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 brutal. Like probably one of the nastiest, uh, like uncomfortable to watch knockouts I've ever seen in my life. Um, 
but yeah, man. I mean, do you have any thoughts on on that little segment? I thought it didn't, it shouldn't have been there. It wasn't pro wrestling. I understand what they were trying to do with MMA, kind of starting to make a rise in the late '90s. But this is a huge miss. Yeah. I don't yeah. think this whole idea was bad to me. Yeah, just because MMA was making a rise, the, the it just it didn't make sense. And I know people have touched on it time and time again. So it's you know, it's like it's a broken record or whatever. But uh, it, an untrained Rest, an untrained fighter against a professional fighter is just stupid. And it's just stupid. It was, it's unfair to Bart Gunn that people, it just showed how wrestling worked back then, how the company worked back then. The fact that this could ever get okayed and even made happen, the, the, the hoops and stuff they had to go through yeah. to make this happen is yeah. ridiculous that they would even do that for this an untrained person it just showed the ignorance that they had against the whole which makes sense with some of the people that are there that i love but you know there's a lot of ignorance there with the professional sport of fighting or boxing and and mma in general but you know i mean i feel like butterbeam maybe somebody should have why wouldn't they have made butterbeam be like listen dude you're gonna win make this a fight and they could have made it a little bit more entertaining but the end of the day it was stupid you know this is supposed to be you're trying to tell everybody that this is not fake at the time at least you were but i guess you weren't already at that time but the point is is that it's a shoot that's really a work but then you're having this work thing and or then you're having this real shoot thing in there so what is everything else it is really stupid like hey all the everything else on wrestlemania is fake but this is the one real thing I don't know, and I know everybody brings that up, and I give it an F minus 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 minus. I know we're not grading it, I know we're not comparing it to anything else, but if we move on to the next thing from WrestleMania 15, Mankind Big Show, wasn't that much better in my book? What did you think about oh, Mankind versus Big Show? Dude, I mean, this one was uh, Big Show was so green, he, like, which is weird because it looked he looked worse as a wrestler in this match than he did in his entire WCW career. Uh, and so it's just, it was, it, 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 mankind looked haggard. Like he was just on his last leg. He was just, I mean, his body was beat. He, I mean, he, there was nothing he could do. Uh, I mean, plus the constant flip flopping with big show back and forth and back and forth. Like they've been doing it for 20 years, man. This bad, like, I think big show is genuinely the most poorly booked professional wrestling talent of all time. I think he's the worst booked wrestler ever. Um, I buy into that. I buy into it's, that. It's a, it's a it's a it's a sad thing. Like if you had yeah. just used him the way you use Brock Lesnar now, where people just hate him, he's a giant. He comes in and wrestles twice a month tops. Like, well, he's believable. Yeah, he's it's, a, it, I mean, and just keep have him, him that beat way. anybody. He could go and beat Brock Lesnar. And if you just have him be the same, if you have him be the same, the crowd will choose whether he's a babyface or a heel. And you can put him with whoever you want—a monster heel, a big babyface, whatever. Anyway, it's neither here nor there. I gave this match a zero. Um, so, I mean, honestly, it's crazy. But I really feel like in this case, Macho Man and Crush wins this comparison. So we're back to two and one. Isn't that uh, unbelievable? It's I pretty mean, wild. I got the same thing. I mean, there's not much more for me to say about it. I mean, it was an F on my on my grading. It was an F. It was bore. It was a boring match. It was a stupid finish. Yeah. Uh, you know that there was a backdrop from Big Show to Mankind that looked very very painful. Um, other than that, I mean, it was a lot of outside of the ring crap. 
that wasn't good, it was an F. It, yeah, it goes to unbelievable, but it goes to Macho Man. Both of us agree, Macho Man and Crush are winning. I, I, yeah, I don't, yeah, I this head to head, this head. I mean, it, it's crazy too when you think about the talent. Now, don't get me wrong, Macho Man's obviously a Hall of Famer, uh, but you know, Foley and Big Show are are arguably Hall of Famers as Hands well. Down. So it's like, Hands yeah, down. so it's like, and I mean. You would think on paper, too, like, oh, man, it's got to be WrestleMania 15. It's got to be Big Show and Mankind. But, you know, yeah, I mean, in all honesty, as bad as they both were, uh, you know, you got to give the nod to, to Crush and, and Macho. Yeah. And it was the times and what they, what wrestling was back then. Everybody wanted to be, and especially with Mankind in the match, to try to make it hardcore and outside of the ring. If they were to just, you know, had, they could have had a good, those two guys can have a good match. Not yeah. just with other people. They could have had a good match with each other. I truly believe that. I'm yeah. sure they – I mean, with the amount of years both of them have been in the World Wrestling Federation, they probably have had a good match together. Just oh, it wasn't, totally. It yeah. wasn't on WrestleMania 15. So it's yeah. it, it sucks that they had such a bad – and sometimes that happens. I get it. They had a bad night. They put together a bad match. It, it, they yeah. it, they didn't build a good match. And, and, it, and it just so happens that if we're comparing it to Macho Man versus Crush – which was a terrible, terrible match. Macho Man vs. Crush was still better than that yeah. crap match. But Yeah, man, and speaking of the times and being topical, uh, if we're jumping back to 1994, uh, mm. man, the Bill Clinton impersonator stuff that they did throughout the show in WrestleMania 10 is honestly like the big fat pimple on the face of this show. Like, if you take all of those segments out, it's a pretty solid WrestleMania. Yeah. But putting it in there, man, really, like, just... Because it was like... That was the thing. You could kind of tell at this point the WWF, it's 1994. They're not even close to the Attitude Era, really. Uh, but some of that is kind of starting to just bait, bubble a little bit. So they want to be a little more topical, but they're just so cheesed with it with the Bill Clinton stuff instead of being edgy like they want to come off. You know what I mean? Right. Uh, but yeah, man, that jumps back into the matches there. And that's uh, Leilani Kai versus Alundra Blaze. Leilani Kai was at the first WrestleMania. So this is like, she's... First of all, Alundra Blaze is probably the most underrated women's wrestler of all time. She was really good then when no one else, no other woman was on her level, period. Um, and, I mean, Leilani Kai was just, I mean, she was past her prime. But to be totally honest, I thought it was going to be worse than it was. Uh, it was it was short. It was fast-paced. Um, you know, I, I enjoyed some of the work. Leilani did, you know, the, the spots that she could still pull off, she pulled off well. Um, you know, I think that they really served their purpose, especially for the time, you know, having this spot in the middle of WrestleMania in 1994, I, I didn't hate it. it. It ages well that they put it in at this spot in the card, honestly, you know, 25 years later, it looks good. Um, and yeah, I mean, I, I actually enjoyed the finish. It wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. I gave it two stars. Uh, so let's say like a C plus, uh, maybe even a, maybe a B minus, but it's a C plus to be. Uh, to be uh, safe. What do you think about Leilani Kai versus Alundra Blaze? Man, I thought uh, Alundra Blaze was a real trailblazer. Get it? Trailblazer. Let's just, let's just, you know what? Let's just keep going. Let's just keep going. That never happened. Well, I'll edit that. Out. I'll edit that part out. Uh, why was AG this match does even not equal here? comedy. <laughs> why, why was this match even here? I don't know what you're talking about with your A, C plus, whatever. Would you give it an A? You gave it three, five stars, four stars. What'd you give it? I gave it two stars, it man. I gave okay. it like a C, I don't know C what you're plus. About. 
this match shouldn't have been here. There's no story. There's no build up. They were just like, hey, we need to have a women's match. Let's. We don't have a story. Oh, Lilani Kai was in the first WrestleMania, which I bet you half the people listening don't know who the hell Lilani Kai is because I'm a huge mark and I didn't know who she was. Versus Alundra Blaze, which yeah, we all know who Alundra. I mean, that was the story. Lilani Kai was in the first WrestleMania. Stupid. Yeah. I couldn't focus the match. I didn't. I thought the match sucked. I gave it an F. I didn't like it. Women's wrestling has come such a long way that they just threw a match in. That was the whole point of this. They were like, we gotta have a women's. We have to have a women's match for the WrestleMania. Let's do this. That's the reasoning. It was. It was. I didn't. I don't even know. What, I couldn't tell you what the match was because it's already out of my mind. It's oh dumb. man. I so. Hate it. Tell us how you really feel about it. Was it that I, brutal? Well, I mean, th- was it just like, did you it. even pay attention to the match? Because, I mean, it was, it was hard to poor... pay attention. It was boring. Oh, it was a boring on, match. It wasn't... All right, all right. Jumping back over to WrestleMania 15, uh, the one we're going to compare it to was a Fatal 4-Way. Uh, kind of, I, I like Elimination Fatal 4-Ways, by the way. I guess it was more of a Four Corners match. I'm sorry for the technical marks out there. Uh, but yeah, I, I actually prefer to me anytime there's like a four way dance or whatever. When anytime there's four singles wrestlers wrestling for one winner, it should always be elimination to me, always, because I feel like that way the, the weakest worker doesn't have to be stuck out there till the finish. You can cover it up. You can give him a couple good spots. Boom, he's out. Whatever he was in the main event. You see what I'm saying? Like it, it just yeah. To me, I agree. Or even I if agree. it's even if it's an opener, a mid card match, it, it, whatever, it makes more sense that way. Um, it's more entertaining. I like I really, it. I really the, the, el- the elimination part of it. It's just more yeah. entertaining. It's good. Yeah, and I really enjoyed this match. I, I mean, I thought that like I thought it was going to be worse than it was, and I think it's because of the format. I think the elimination really helped everyone not get too overexposed. Um, I mean, I understood the double countout for Venus and Shamrock because it went with their story, and that's fine. Uh, but it was a little bland to me. Um, the actual finish seemed a little rushed. Um, maybe they were just cutting short on time and kind of calling it in the ring and they got the nod to go home and they just did. And they didn't really have a huge finish planned out. That's kind of what it seemed like. They do seem like those kind of wrestlers that would just call it in the ring and that's fine. Uh, you know, not a, not a bad match, but not, not a fantastic match either. So I gave this one two and a half stars. Uh, so I'd say this is solidly C plus B minus even up to a B maybe. Um, what did you think about this, uh, elimination four way for the IC title? I'm right there. I'm right. I'm right there with you. Um, you know, I thought it was it was good wrestling by everyone. Everyone was entertaining and showed you know true talent. But one thing I noticed was Goldust just he has something in him, and you know he was born with it. You know he's got his dad and everything. Goldust just I was watching him in this match, and he's got that thing that you see people who are really good at what they do. You know, you see a good guitar player who just looks like they're not even trying a good guitar player. They're killing it. Or just, you know, a good football player who just, you know, a good wide receiver who's not even trying out there. Goldust has that. Goldust was just out there. Just like, I mean, that was Goldust in his prime and Goldust just took me away. I don't know why this match, but I was like, and I've always loved Goldust, but yeah, he, he really, if you watch this match or, or any matches really in this time, or still today, Goldust does it, where he just isn't even trying. The dude is, I mean, he was killing it. Um, it was a, but it was a weird match. And like you said, with the finish, it was kind of a weird finish. Maybe like they were rushing it. It was okay. Just like one of the other, I think it was like two shows ago, we talked about uh, Road Dog. 
pop one open for the working man. Yes, sir. Uh, a couple of shows ago, we talked about Road Dog, how over he was. And again here, it's like, I don't remember Road Dog being that over, but like Road Dog coming into the ring and Road Dog when he was getting hot. I mean, Road Dog was, his stuff was like, seemed like just as popular as Stone Cold or the Rocks gimmick stuff. You know, just like his, the Rocks people's elbow or all the funny stuff, you know, Road Dog doing his, uh, the thing where he punches and then dances or whatever. I forget what he called it. Uh, yeah. That was, uh, I just don't remember that. But same thing. I agree with you. Same type of rating. It was like a C, C plus. It was a good, good little thing. I don't know. What are we, are we comparing that with Lalani? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So I think at this point, we're going, one. I think at this point, we're, so now we're even, even keeled here. We're two and two. Golly, man, this one is just like it's gonna be. This is a you know as a bonus going down show. Down to the finish. Yeah, as a bonus show, it's gonna go down to the finish, man. This is a. Uh, I'm really glad we're getting to do this, man. Let's jump right back into it. Right back over to, oh, um, 1994, oh, and this is another God. good backstage segment here. We had uh, HBK and Burt Reynolds in one promo, and so I'm sold on that immediately. I'm like, yeah, this is okay. Oh, yeah. I'm into this. Give oh, me, yeah, you that. can have all my money. Burt Reynolds and HBK, yes, please. Uh, but then that led to the match, the next match in the ring, uh, which was Men on a Mission versus the Quebecers. Again, Ugh. very similar to the Doink and Dink versus Bam Bam and Luna vibe. Oh. Just cheese on cheese on cheese. Um, always good to see Raven as Johnny Polo, though. Always makes me pop. Um, Spray up, dude, this whole match felt like a local armory independent tag team match that was just basic, you know. Babyface is going to oh, take yeah. some heat, hot tag, get in there, boom, boom, boom. Here's a finish, game over. Like, um, I mean, I mean, the, the Quebecers did some things that kind of impressed me. Uh, that back body drop dive out of the ring was pretty cool, considering how big that dude was. Uh, but for the most part, pretty crap match. I gave it one star. Uh, actually, more like half a star, really. Um, what do you think about Men on a Mission versus the Quebecers? Man, I love. I used to love Men on a Mission, Mabel and Mo. I used to be a fan, uh, but this uh, didn't age well. Going back to it, I mean, this was just nothing. Sp- I I couldn't find anything to you know. You props to you for finding a little good out of it. I couldn't find anything good out of it. Nothing special. Finish was crap. Quebecers weren't weren't good i mean you know not, nobody was really i gave it an f i don't have i don't have much to say and if you don't mind i'll jump right into it because i'm yes, in on a mission versus quebecers an f and we're comparing it to triple h versus kane from wrestlemania 15 i thought it was a pretty good match from from the last few shows i know it, if you're keeping track yes i was if you're keeping track with the last few shows let's just say this Yes, episode one, I am tanked. I am so loaded drunk. Yeah. <laughs> but then I noticed, so I was like, okay, I'm just going to only sound, because I edit the shows, and I'm like, okay, I'm going to sound like that in episode one, obviously. I knew I was drunk in that show. I had a long day of drinking. We had planned on recording the show. <laughs> I had a long day of drinking. <laughs> you know? So it made sense. But, you know, every time we record the show after that, I have a couple of beers. I'm recording... Last week's show, by the end of the show, I'm slurring my words. I don't feel like I'm slurring my words, but I guess that's my gimmick. I'm I'm uh, I'm a little drunk ski, I guess. I don't know. I worked all day <laughs> today. 
Gas Lush. Gagey, drunky cow. He's looking for that. He's looking for that Bud Light endorsement. A dilly dilly. Yo, please give me that endorsement. Get that hitter. I'm saying it, man. I mean, I was listening to uh, I was listening to last week's episode on iTunes, honestly, because you can listen to us on uh, Apple Podcast. And uh, by the end of the episode, I sounded drunk. I was like, "What the hell?" But episode <laughs> one, totally different deal. I am smashed out of my mind, and it's great. A lot of good points though, and and especially with the slurring. But this. What was I even? Oh yeah, the reason I bring up those is because I've been kind of trashing on Triple H. If you've been following, I've you been kind of down on Triple H because you've not the been last polite week, to Paul. I have not been polite to my my click my click brother, and I am uh, gonna say, you know, he's my click brother, which is so dumb for me to say. I don't know why I said that, but he is. <laughs> uh, no, seriously, he's had a bunch of the same matches the last couple pay-per-views we've had to review, and I've been kind of talking down about him. But this was a good one, you know. Um, it was nothing special, which I wrote in my notes. I, I gave it a C plus. I'll give you that. Um, but it was all those other Triple H matches. Uh, but I didn't like the finish. I thought it was another finish that sucked for the show. Felt like every finish of this show was terrible up to this point. China hits Kane. It was very obvious. I gave it a C plus. I gave it a C plus, but it was a little bit of a, a redemption if you're keeping track on my on my ratings of Triple H. Uh, what did you think of old Triple H versus the Mayor of Knoxville, Kane? Man, I liked the match uh, quite a bit. And as if you know, if you have been listening on uh, Apple Podcasts or on Podbean for you Android users. Uh, then you would know that I am always on a big proponent of Triple H. I enjoy his work. I think he's a really good wrestler. People want to talk trash about him, and that's fine. It doesn't really matter to me. I don't have to defend the guy. It's just that I really liked this match. I liked the the fact that he came in from the back. Uh, it was kind of funny to me, though, how we talk about, like, he's got to have this grandiose entrance in the last episode, and, like, this one he just doesn't, and he comes in from behind. And I, I loved it. I thought it was, like, perfect. It fit the story. Um, I, yeah, I mean, I gave this match uh, a B-minus to a B. Uh, I, I really enjoyed the match. Um, I mean, I, I really feel like it served it served its purpose. Uh, the storyline was decent. Um, the double swerve with China joining Triple H again was so Russo. I mean, it was just, it was just so Russo, bro. Uh, but bro. yeah, man. So we're two and two now. Uh, this is this is gonna make five. So which way are we going here on this one? Are we doing a uh, Kane versus Triple H, or are we going with men on a mission in the Quebecers? I think we got to <laughs> give the nod here to Mr. Paul, got to Hunter to. Hearst Hamley himself, and Kane. Um, so that's gonna make us two and three, um, with uh, you know WrestleMania 15 just barely getting the edge so far. But mm. that leads to um, match number six, which was actually the first of two WWF championship matches. We have uh, the big, giant uh, Samoan slash Japanese um, sumo, Yokozuna, versus the All-American Lex Luger, uh, mm. with uh, Mr. Perfect as a special Mr. guest Perfect. referee. Uh, man, I mean, what do you think? You know what? Go, you give me your thoughts first on this one. Break yeah, it down. Yeah, man. I, I like the idea of having, you know, the two title matches i actually do like it in one night it it made wrestlemania you know if you're looking at you know maybe looking back on it now it some people might look down upon it but look at it 
in the time that it was. It's WrestleMania 10. You're trying to keep things fresh. You're trying to make every, you know, things were different back then. And this was a way to make WrestleMania special. And I think it made WrestleMania special. It did. Yeah. And especially, you know, I'm I'm more biased than I am in some situations because I this is the time I was into wrestling and and this to me this was a this was like okay, this is this is great. This is a WrestleMania thing. Both titles are, are on the line. Um I thought Lex Luger looked good. I, I think Lex gets a lot of, you know, a lot of bad talk. I don't think he was that bad. I've heard a lot of podcasts and a lot of reviews of his work. Yeah, he's not the greatest thing in the world, but he's better than some of the other, you know, guys that are that size that came into wrestling the same way he did. I don't want to name any names because they're all dead now. Um, and I don't want to talk bad about the dead, but you probably know who I'm talking about. I yeah. think he was better than most of those guys. I really do. Um, I think Yoko, Yokozuna, even at that weight, Yokozuna is one of my favorites of all time. So I gotta, I gotta start off saying that, but I mean, even if I try to put that aside, I thought Yoko looked really good. I think Yoko is an underrated performer who doesn't get talked about enough. Even at his biggest weight, he was doing things that nobody will ever do at that weight. I don't think there'll ever be another Yokozuna. You know, the closest thing we had was was maybe Rikishi, but I mean, really, I don't, I don't think that was, I don't think that's what even they were going for. But there will never be another Yokozuna. It was a lot better than I thought it would be, and it wasn't too long. Mister Perfect actually had a purpose as the guest referee. I, I liked, so I liked the, the I liked the finish. Um, and but it kind of gave away. No matter what you do here, sorry, I'm kind of stumbling. No matter what you do here, it's all good. The finishes, Yoko's winning. You kind of are giving away at the end of this match. You kind of know what's going to happen. I mean, it's kind of easy to see, like, yeah. Oh my God, Brett's going to win, or not? Oh my God, but yeah, okay, Brett's going to win later on tonight. But it was good. There was no other way to do it. This was the way to do it. I'm glad there wasn't some weird swerves, like there probably would have been at WrestleMania 15 of like Lex winning and then. Brett beaten Lex. It was like it was, you know, it, it was what it should have been. There wasn't anything weird. I was pleasant, pleasantly surprised. I gave it a B, and I can't believe I. I, I mean, looking at it, uh, I mean, Lex Luger versus Yokozuna. Whew, this is gonna be a tough one, but I gave it a B. I gave it a, a really good grade. For me, Man. giving it a B was was a very good grade. What'd you think? Um. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna poo poo all over that. I thought this oh. match was absolutely awful. Um, I thought that I quit. I think I that quit. Lex Luger's <laughs> Lex Luger's career in the WWF is trash. Uh, he has he has literally I have enough fingers to count how many good matches he has had in his career, uh, but all of them were in WCW. Uh, most of them the first time uh, in the 80s, um, and then. A couple, I mean, a handful in WCW in the '90s that you were don't, decent matches. You don't like the narcissist Lex no, Luger? He's trash. Lex, he's an absolute trash Lex in the ring. Loser, accidentally. He's just, okay. So this to me is is the epitome of a '90s style main event match at the time that was the reason why the business sucked so bad, and the reason why people weren't watching, and the reason why it was down. Like everything was so slow paced lots of holds and a lots of hope spots and they weren't even holds like yokozuna just had him like 
on his trap, like the way your dad would like pinch you when you did something wrong. You know what I mean? Like it was, it, it wasn't even like a, it's just, it, it felt lazy. They both seemed like lethargic and just sweaty bums. Like mm. Mr. Perfect in the ring was the only good mm. part about it to me. The finish was super cheap. Uh, I gave this match a half a star just because Mr. Perfect was on my screen. Half Dude. a star. That's just for, 500 pounds of Yokozuna. I don't care. I don't care if he's 500 pounds or 350. Then maybe he should have lost some weight, man, because it wasn't working for me. That's pushing all I'm saying. Down. He's grabbing you right there and pushing down. That's that's a that's a hold right there. You got Kerry Von. You got the Air, Von Erics grabbing people with the claw. It's wrestling. This it's ridiculous. I mean, it's ridiculous. Yeah, but I didn't like Kerry Von Erich either. I thought I think he's over. I think the Texas Tornado is overrated, but that's neither here nor there. We'll I just. Thought. Moving on, the match that we're going to compare it to. Like Daniel is, Bryan could really stand in the ring with anybody out there. I could I'm I could kick Daniel Bryan in the face. Come on, it's wrestling. No, I agree. But it doesn't that doesn't Come on. Yokozuna was amazing. Okay, I I just I disagree. Moving over, we're going to compare it to a match that is infinitely worse. This is probably top 5 worst wrestling matches I have ever ever seen. Um, this is going to be Sable versus Tori, uh, with Nicole Bass, um, in an attempt to finish this Mm. botch of, of a match. Uh, I don't even know where to start. Uh, it was just so bad. The crossbody off the apron was so ugly. Um, I mean, just terrible. Like one botch after the other just it was so bad i was so ready for it to end my eyeballs were about to bleed i gave this match negative four stars negative four stars mm. so man what did you think about sable versus tori i mean is there anything really to say yeah i could have watched sable versus tori all night long like lionel richie it was amazing um i love seeing them out there i gave it an a plus plus mainly because of sable uh, I loved it. I love seeing them uh, out there competing. It was uh, a very good, uh, very good match. Very good match. I loved uh, seeing Sable. Are we done here? Yeah. No, that match was terrible. But it was Sable awful. was. But Sable was hot. But Sable was hot. Awful. But Sable was hot. But so okay. So as crazy <laughs> as it is, after we just had that whole spiel about Yoko and Lex and how I'm not into him, uh, obviously that that match was better. So now again. Yeah. We're back to even. Back to even. We're back to even. The greatest show we've ever had. <laughs> this is amazing. Hey, you guys let us know. Let us know. Is this our best show thus far? Follow us on Gotta Twitter. Be. Kfabecom. K-A-Y-F-A-B-E-C-O-M. Follow us at Kfabecom. Um, yeah. We are going to get Tweet. more about that later. But, man. Tweet Daniel for hating on Yokozuna. I hope you get Please. tweets about it. You know what? Bring me the hate. I will, we will always respond. He Don't hated on Yokozuna. Everybody, he hated on Yokozuna. your feedback. Negative He hated on Yokozuna. I absolutely did. Now we're going to bounce back over to an even contest here. Oh, the next oh. match in WrestleMania 10 was Super Fast Squash Earthquake versus Adam Bomb. Um, man. Can I, can I go? Can I? Can I? Go ahead, may, Kat. May Take I, it away. Take it away. The only time since we've, I, I might have actually like, I, I might have like jokingly said I didn't write anything because the match sucks so bad. Since I, I know we're not that many shows in, but I might have jokingly said that. But this was literally the first time I didn't write for this match. This was 
fucking terrible. Atom Bomb versus Earthquake. What the f*** was it even doing out there? It was terrible. I mean, the match, I didn't, I wrote, I wrote question mark. I didn't even grade it. So you obviously know what the grade was. It was a, an E. It was lower than F. I was, why is it, it was, I, I would honestly think this is one of the worst WrestleMania matches of all time. This right here. Adam Bomb versus Earthquake. Poor Adam Bomb. Poor Earthquake. They were put in this position. What do you think? This was terrible. I mean, anything from 15, I don't know what we're even going to compare it to yet. I'm not looking. But this is terrible. Terrible. No, I agree, man. I mean, it was, it just, I mean, this would have been a great match for superstars. You know what I mean? It would have been a good little squash match. Honestly, it kind of bummed me out because I remember Adam Bomb as being a decent wrestler. I mean, I don't know why I remember that. I love Adam Bomb. Yeah, but like every time I hear anything about him, everybody's just like poo-pooing all over Mr. Bomb. And I feel like he had a pretty decent little run. They're probably I mean, I don't thinking know. about WrestleMania 10. That's probably why. They probably remember this crap match. It was pretty bad. Uh, yeah, I mean, it was just so short. Um, there's not really much to say about it. I didn't. I mean, I gave it zero, a zero or a yeah. null, really. Um, God, man. I mean, now we got to jump back over to WrestleMania 15. And this mm-hmm. match was mm-hmm. really great. I the, honestly, I think that this match is the best match of the night on for me. Um, we had Shane versus X Pac, and I'm gonna go ahead and take this one away, uh, dude. I, I, again, I, I, match of the night. Uh, the right amount of Gaga, the right amount of wrestling, really well put together. You could tell that they had uh, either Pat or you know some somebody back there who really knew what they were doing as the agent for this match. Uh, the the double turn made sense. Uh, X Pac looked strong. Uh, Billy bumping for Hunter was crazy. Uh, I mean, it was just he was just attacking the mat so hard. Uh, the crowd was chanting for HBK uh, before Kane's music hit. Uh, but man, I I really enjoyed this. I thought the story was done well. Everything in that ring was executed well. It was very Attitude Era, but it was actually good. The right amount of of gimmick and. And Gaga, but I loved it. I gave it three and a half stars. I gave it a B plus to an A minus. Uh, what did you think about Shane versus X Pac? I don't even know what more to say. You literally said everything in my notes. From the, I wrote cool HBK chants. The turn on Kid was cool. Uh, Shane had a really cool spot over the top to the floor, which was cool. Um, yeah, I love it. I gave it a B plus. I, I thought both of them looked great. And you know, I wish we could have. I, I wish we could have compared this to. The latest WrestleMania because it's Shane, you know, yeah, Shane yeah, didn't yeah. wrestle. It's almost like if you listen and it's like, did Shane wrestle at every WrestleMania? No, he didn't. But it's really cool. It's like it, it makes you think like, wow, Shane really did wrestle more than you think. Yeah. Um, yeah. B plus. And I think obviously Shane and X-Pac beat Adam Bomb. Dude, and this whole thing has just been a, a, a tic-tac, a back and forth ping pong. We are back to even here. Mm. I mean, it's kind of crazy that we're like, you know, seven matches in, and it's yeah. Well, and even. I think uh, I think matches. after this next one, WrestleMania 10 is going to uh, take the lead for at least a little bit because it is one of the greatest WrestleMania matches of all time. The bad guy Razor Ramon versus the Heartbreak Kid Shawn Michaels in a ladder match to unify the Intercontinental Championship. The story building up to it was fantastic. If you don't know, Shawn Michaels was the Intercontinental Champion. He got popped for a drug test that he still denies to this day. 
which I don't know if I believe Sean, but he swears he didn't. But he was the champion at the time. They sent him home. He didn't send back the title. Razor Ramon won the interim Intercontinental title. Sean comes back. It just makes sense. It's a classic Pat Patterson build. It's amazing. Both men are the champion. We got to settle it at WrestleMania. It's the perfect buildup. It, it was an accident. The, the drug test failing was an accident that created the perfect storm for a ladder match that is still one of the greatest ma- ladder matches of all time. They, they made it special. And the way they made it special that kids, I think, could learn from today, there wasn't just spot after spot after spot. You look at that Sean splash off the ladder. I'm going to skip to the Sean splash off the ladder. Because even today, Shawn Michaels doing the splash, razor moving, Sean landing, it still means something. You you show that to anybody there that doesn't watch wrestling or anybody that does, it's like, ooh, it's just a good spot. Save it. Don't do a bunch of crazy spots with the off the top of the ladder. Save it for one, maybe two. I really like Sean Razor. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go for a little bit here because this is just one of the best matches. I really love Sean rematch versus Razor at SummerSlam. Again, they did the same thing. I think they added like one more spot off the ladder. Maybe they had like two that match. This match had one. That that's. I mean, they really are. If you're gonna have spots like that, make it special. Don't have one after the other after the other. It was great. It was. I mean, I think people need to learn that. I mean, still today, this is one of the greatest ladder matches of all time. They did some great stuff outside of the ring with lifting up the mat. They just told this great story outside, just like the Owen and Brett match earlier. Um, the, The story leading up to the match made a lot of sense. The story in the ring made a lot of sense. They were, they took you on a ride. It was amazing. It was, it was a plus, a plus. The finish with Sean wrapping his arm up, I mean, that's classic Pat Patterson, baby. I don't know how you even, I mean, wrestling will never be the same now that Pat Patterson's not setting up finishes, but I don't. <laughs> agreed, I mean, agreed, 100%. It was, uh, I could go on and on. I'll, I'll, uh, I'll stop. I'll, uh, I'll sit back and let you say, what are your thoughts? What do you think? Sean Michael, well, yeah, I, missed, I, I misspoke earlier. Right now we are at four uh, for WrestleMania 15 and three uh, for WrestleMania 10. So this is mm. obviously going to nudge it back. I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, this match, I Wait, mean. No, this makes it a tie, sorry. Yeah, this would make it a tie. Yeah, this is going to edge it back to, to being even. But, man, this is, this is, uh, yeah, I mean, I, yeah, I mean, it's just, it's so good that it's, it's hard to really talk about how impactful seeing that for the first time was, especially like, you know, when I was that, I mean, I was 10, I was nine, 10 years old. Like it was, I mean, this was real life superhero stuff to me. I mean, this was like, I mean, this to me is probably what that, I mean, that image of, you know, Sean jumping off the ladder and splashing razor is probably the lasting image that made me a lifelong Shawn Michaels fan uh, he continued, obviously, to ramp up his performance and got even better after this. But, I mean, this match was, I think, my deep-down subconscious, like, this was the scar, this was the scratch that started it. This match is just, I mean, it's amazing, man. It's it, it's phenomenal. It, it, you're right. It's to this day, it's still one of the greatest, you know, it's one of the greatest ones ever. Uh, I mean, it's just, 
five stars. This is a five star match for me. So, um, right. I mean, all the way five star impacted my life. Um, you know, let's jump on over though. Let's yeah. jump. Let's keep this train rolling. It's uh, com- it's compared to the Undertaker versus Big Boss Man, uh, and a Hell in a Cell, which should be a big WrestleMania moment. You're gonna have a Hell in a Cell at a WrestleMania. This should be, you know, this should be big. The Undertaker, um, yeah. I mean, you got the Undertaker, ju- the Undertaker alone, but then you also have the fact that it's the Hell in a Cell, and you got Boss Man, which is a, a legend, a Hall of Famer. Uh, yeah. I don't know if he's already a Hall of Famer. I think he is. If he's not, he should be. Pretty sure he is. Um, but I sure was not. I was not impressed. This match was sloppy. It was bad. Um, one of the main things that stood out to me was Undertaker cutting himself. They did it. I mean, they literally had the camera right on him to cut himself, and then they did this obvious shot. And I challenge anyone who thinks I'm just making this up to go back and watch it. But they do the spot. I forget what it was where they hit him into the 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 post or in the cage or whatever, but they do a spot where Undertaker is going to get busted open. But they literally have the handheld camera looking directly at the Undertaker, pulling out the razor, cutting himself, doing the dirty work right there. And then the, it's almost like you can, watching it, you can hear Bruce Pritchard or whoever say, turn away, turn away. And then the camera goes like this weird shot where, you can barely see anything. And then they stay there forever because you can tell everybody's yelling at each other. Just from, I guess, me hearing the ins and outs of the wrestling business, maybe I'm wrong, but that's what it felt like. It was like, yeah, somebody's getting yelled at right now because you totally see The Undertaker taking out the blade, cutting himself on the forehead. It was, it was And then the fact that this, they stayed so long on this weird shot, it was really weird. If you go back and watch, you'll know what I'm talking about. Um, the ending of the match with the brood coming down from the ceiling Ugh. and then the, the hanging of the, Ugh. I don't know, man. I mean, Ugh. this is why bad, just garbage, I, man. It's I jokingly, so I jokingly say as a bit that I'm a Vince Russo guy because, you know, Shawn Michaels still goes on his podcast oh and, my God. you know, Austin is still friendly with oh him Lord. and. And DX really does. The members of the Click really do give Vince Russo credit a lot for Degeneration X. So I do think Vince Russo deserves more credit than he does than he gets, right? But this, man, I don't mean to pin this on old Vinny Russo, but Jesus, what, I, what, the whole the weirdness of them coming down, how awkward it was that they weren't, it wasn't smooth, and then the hanging. I don't even need to say anything. They hung, they hung the man. And then what did he come out the next night on Raw? I don't. I mean, like, hey, I didn't really get. It. I mean, yeah. It what was do you just say, sad, man? What do you yeah, say just... about this, man? What do you think about this Hell in a Cell match? Uh, dude, I mean, I mean, the match itself was just. It was all. It was all just so bad. I mean, uh, like, I, almost the same notes too. But honestly, I felt like both guys tried to get color, and it was pretty weak on that front, and yeah. it just wasn't good. And then the actual finish to the match was really abrupt. And then all the post-match stuff. I mean, this whole thing was just a cluster. Like, it just wasn't mapped out well. You could tell it's like it's like they all knew what they were supposed to do, but they had no idea how they were all going to do it. And they were just like, well, we understand the sequence of events, but we've never done anything like this before, so let's just act like we can do it. I mean, it was just 
it was it was really really bad uh so obviously now here we are we're at the main event pretty much on both shows and we're dead even we're in a dead dead even so and these are two iconic iconic main events here so this is for all the marbles here right that's right. I'm gonna go ahead and just lay down the, lay down the main event here on our show. Our show's main event for our bonus show here for this WrestleMania 10 versus WrestleMania 15 is Bret Hart versus Yokozuna for the WWF Championship against the Rattlesnake, Stone Cold Steve Austin versus the Brahmable, the Corporate Champ, the Rock. Um, mm. Man, let's go mm. ahead and start with WrestleMania 10. Take it away, Cass. Brett versus Yoko, your guy. Man, the the Rowdy Piper's music as a pop has been used so many times in the World Wrestling Federation and World Championship Wrestling. That music, you wouldn't really think is that big of a... I mean, that music gives you a pop. That was awesome. Rowdy Piper's surprise was really freaking cool, and that added to the match. You know... I liked the guest ring announcers, even though it was awkward announcing them down the aisle. I thought it was a, it made it feel like a big match moment. It made it feel real. It felt like this big match feeling, and I loved it. Um, Yoko, again, I put Yokozuna underrated, and he doesn't get talked about enough as a big man. He was just amazing. Wrestling was so much better back then. I, I mean... The eyes of Yokozuna when, when, you know, looking at Piper and just, uh, just everything, just even all the way down to the eyes of the superstars in the ring were just killing it. I mean, they were wrestling. It was a real match. I mean, they were serious. They were so serious. Nothing felt like it was getting, you know, they were feeding into each other. Nobody was lifting up their arm so the other person could put their arm under it to lock something. I mean, if they wanted to get their arm under the other person's arm, they were putting their f***ing arm into that other person's arm. I mean, it was like they were selling it and they were doing it. It was like, man, wrestling is not like that. You know, compared to WrestleMania 15, wrestling was still rocking Austin. You know, they were still doing like that. But compared to 35, shoot, this was out of the park. This beats any of the matches on WrestleMania 35. And I know you might disagree, and it's probably because of the finish. Ah, the finish was so disappointing. Finish was Yokozuna losing his balance. He gets Bro, on the top rope. How can ropes. you fluff this match so much and then just act like the finish is only a small part of it? It's like because that to me is like half the great. rating of the match. Because everything leading, because everything leading, even all the way up to the surprise of Rowdy, to. Roddy Piper to the guest the ring announcer making it feel like a, a big match to the feelings I was having watching it to just how these guys were killing it through the whole match. And, and I mean, kudos to Brett for making this match so great and, and Yokozuna for killing it. And if it wasn't for the finish, this match would be one of the greatest WrestleMania matches of all time. I truly believe that. I truly believe it wasn't for the stupid finish. And I think it was to save yokozuna and make yokozuna look strong which i believe is stupid they should have just made yoko lose to to brett i don't know how you would do that because it's really hard with brett's special being brett's finisher is a sharpshooter so i get it 
What what do you do here? Brett didn't have anything else other than a sharpshooter. He's what not going to. What you gonna... do here is you put him in the sharpshooter. And have him tap. I and guess. You have him but, tap. But and they're, you put they're, him they're, over. That's but what you're you worried about. But you're worried about Yoko looking weak and Yoko. Okay. I understand that Yoko can't tap to the sharpshooter. Yoko's doing it. But what Send do you do? Home. Maybe he should have drop a hundred pounds. Come back. Man, Yokozuna is so good, though. I don't know, man. But that would have been better. Winning by the sharpshooter would have been so better. If you would have done that, I think that this would have been one of the best WrestleMania matches of all time, I really admit. But that finish, him losing his balance and falling off, took so much away from this match. I, I don't know. I don't know. I gave it. I gave it a B because I loved everything up to it. I, lo- I gave it a B. Okay. I gave it a B. I okay. love it. I loved everything so I'm much. I'm fine about with you giving it a B. I'm fine with that. Like that. That honestly, I, I mean, I. Okay, so just how I felt about the match. I mean, cool. The Piper thing was cool, but he should have wore stripes. Like that. That bothers me when you have like guest referees that don't wear stripes. It just bothers me. It makes me feel weird. I don't know why. It just it makes me feel like it doesn't mean as much when you're counting three because you're not. You're just like a dude in street clothes. Um. I mean, Brett selling the knee uh, from the entrance was awesome. I, I, regardless of who Brett is as a person, like it has personality and, you know, who he is, the dude was a genius in the ring. Like he was a phenomenal worker. There's just, you can't take it away from him. Um, Yokozuna did move smoothly for being his size. Uh, and he's believable. And I mean, I agree with everything you're saying, I just don't prefer this work rate anymore. Like, and yeah, like at the time, yes, this was a great match. But to say like this match today is better than everything on WrestleMania 35, I don't think is just correct now. Like that may be to your preference, but I mean like those, this wouldn't, it was a good match. It was a good match, but the finish was really bad and that kills a lot of the rating for me. So I gave this match like a C plus, um, so Brett, you know Yoko, yeah, C plus. Finish was bad. Finish was bad. The, the finish, the finish really. I mean, again, and you're right. If the finish had been Brett locks on the sharpshooter, it's amazing. He got his arms around those big old tree trunks. He'd done it before, and he actually quits or right. whatever. Like boom, that's it. Like that's that's it. That's that's the finish. That's awesome. Yay, Brett. He gets hoisted up. All the same post match stuff. That that's cool. Um, especially with Owen and his dirty looks there at the finish. That was that was good. You know that like right, kind of right. helped help, helped that, but. And but, I, yeah, I mean, but but that's the thing. I, I understand the conundrum. I understand the scenario they're in. You could see why they did that. They're trying to make Yoko look strong. But in doing that, they took so much away from the match. It wasn't like they were trying to save Yoko and make him look strong and take a little away from that. They took so much away from the match by doing that finish. They should, At that point, you got to sacrifice somebody. Who's winning the freaking match and who's losing? You know, and you're right. I mean, I mean, we're both agreeing right now. You know, is that this? I don't know if it was just Brett doing that. Maybe you could have. There could have been more of a creative way. I can't think of it. I think you're right. It's just Brett winning with the sharpshooter. That probably is what it should have been. And yeah. this match would have been thought of way better. You remember WrestleMania 10? Bret Hart winning the world title. At the, instead, you watch it and you're like, oh God, that's how he won that. The, yeah, your boy lost balance and he fell off. <laughs> Bret Hart couldn't beat him the whole match. He couldn't beat him with all these great moves. Bret Hart's putting him in whole holds and punching the crap at him, but he falls off 
from like literally this what was the second the second yeah. rope yeah you know well, how, just, how yeah. far is that up he fell off a little four step foot maybe four and a half feet and he's out it's done for like oh okay that's cool yeah that was the ending was bad yeah man and so that all right so let's let's go ahead and throw it off to the opponent here uh stone cold versus the rock it's 1999 it's the height of the attitude era these two guys are arguably you know the two biggest stars that the company has at the time if not the two biggest stars the company has ever had at one time ever um Man, I mean, Vince as the special guest referee was kind of like a, a cheap payoff to me at, at this point, honestly, because of how much they had built it up with the storyline. But it, it works. Um, HBK coming out in his best Nash Bridges suit, mm. uh, you know, just kind of shuts Vince down. And that was cool. Uh, back to just a straight up main event and just having like Mike Kyoto, you know, being the, the main referee there. Um so that kind of made up for the whole storyline with Vince ending up trying to put weasel his way in there. But man, okay, here it is, man. I've been waiting all shows to say this. Here's my unpopular opinion. This match sucks. Uh, when Steve is walking rock back up from like all the entrance shenanigans they're doing, they just look like two drunk dudes that like shut down the bar together. Like they're just like kind of walking stumbly legged, like one arm over the other's shoulder. And it's like, what is happening here? Like, I can't even like, dude. I mean, it it just wasn't good. I didn't like the the storyline. I mean, I just didn't. I just didn't like it. I thought that this match was a bunch of Gaga. I I really wanted to like it. Um, it just wasn't for me at all. The work rate just wasn't there. Both dudes have had much better matches. Their match in two thousand seven was phenomenal, even though the storyline was worse. The match in two thousand, I think, in two thousand four was better than this match. But everybody else says that this one was the best one. I disagree wholeheartedly. I did not like this match at mm. all. I gave this match one and a half stars. Man, so yeah. On that note, the the match at Safeco Field was so much better than this match. I, I mean, agree, hundred uh, percent. It was very 90s. They were going out of the ring, and that was just the time. Everybody had to go out of the ring. Everything had to be this, you know, it was very, you know, props to ECW for influencing the the business so much. It was like every match almost, everybody's got to go out of the, every match that meant something on this whole card, WrestleMania 15, everybody was taken out of the ring. I wish they didn't do that. I wish they had a match inside of the ring, you know. The cool yeah. thing was is seeing both of them over. I mean that that yeah, made, definitely. it was a very like popular match. It was a very like big match feel. Like this was definitely obviously it's the Rock versus Austin. And even back then the crowd knew this is this is the deal. This is Rock versus Austin. This is yeah. Hogan Andre. This is a match. So that gave it a better rating than it really deserves. If you think about it, that feel kind of give, you know, it's the rock versus Austin, but if you really go down to it, like you're saying, it, 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 it wasn't that great. It was a long match too. It was a long and boring. There's them walking around outside of the ring. And like you're saying, not great. Austin wins. That's a great moment. Now I gave Brett and Yoko a B. Now, I give Austin and Rock, and this is the this is the tiebreaker. Now, if it was just up to me, I gave Brett and Yoko a B. I give Austin and Rock a B. Minus. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, oh minus. wow, yeah. So I give the nod to. I mean, you're looking at 
you got Brett versus Owen and Shawn Michaels Razor on the same card, in my book, you're beating anything. <laughs> and if we're going down rating by rating by rating, we came down to the to the the finish as the main event. I'm giving Brett Yoko a B. Well, I'm giving Austin and Rock a B minus. The nod goes to WrestleMania 10, Madison Square Garden, Shawn Michaels. Dude, dude I, you know what? I got to do the same thing, man. I got to give it to 10, even though you know I really hated the finish with Yoko and Brett. Uh, I got to go ahead and give this one to, to 10, man. Uh, I mean, it, it's kind of crazy that we there at the very end of this comparison, we... Um, you know, it, it ends up being the one nod for WrestleMania 10. So we planned this is the that. only out of out of out of uh, our main WrestleMania show, which is WrestleMania 25 versus 35, and out of uh, this show, which is WrestleMania 10 versus WrestleMania 15. This is the only one on the WrestleMania 10 is the only WrestleMania that we actually gave two votes uh, mm. for. So yeah, the Fatal Four Way, you know, the conclusion of both episodes, it looks like. WrestleMania 10 wins the grand prize here. There you go. Ah, man. Yeah, baby. Do that music because that's where we're going. And you know what? Hey, thanks, you guys, for sticking with us. Please subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts. What do Uh, we got next? If you are an Android user, make sure you uh, follow us on Podbean and find us on Twitter. Yeah, and that brings me to the reason why I'm bringing up our Twitter account. So what we're going to do for the next show, we have Money in the Bank coming up for – for WWE back to current product versus nostalgia on the next show. Um, so what we decided to do, since we're getting so much engagement from you guys uh, when we were live on Twitter, as well as just in the, in the recent downloads, we want to give you guys an opportunity to vote um, for the next show. So we've given you three nostalgia shows that you can vote for. There will be a Twitter poll that drops today. It will be up for a full week. So be sure to go find us on Twitter, kfabe.com, kfabe.com. Um, yeah, just follow us there and find our it will be pinned at the very top. Here are the three options. You can choose WCW's Slamboree from 1999. Uh, we had Diamond Dallas Page versus Kevin Nash for the World Heavyweight Championship. Um, two icons in Sting and Goldberg going head-to-head, as well as legends uh, Rowdy Piper and Ric Flair clashing. Um, that was from 1999. Uh, the next option is going to be Judgment Day 2004, which is the 15-year anniversary show. Uh, Eddie Guerrero defends his WWE Championship against JBL. Uh, the Undertaker versus Booker T. Um, John Cena versus Rene Dupree, if you guys remember that name. Mm. Uh, a couple other cool little things on that one. Uh, and then the last option is going to be a 10-year anniversary. It'll be Judgment Day 2009. Um, that's going to be Edge versus Jeff Hardy for the World Heavyweight Championship. Uh, also, you got Randy Orton versus Batista for the WWE Championship, um, John Cena and Big Show, and Ray versus Chris Jericho for the IC title. So, it's a lot of good stuff in there, a lot of good options. I'm excited to cover any of those shows, uh, but you guys have the choice. So, just go follow us on Twitter. Be sure to vote on the poll. Uh, and then, once that one comes down in a week, we will get the results. We'll start watching those shows. We'll take notes, and we will come back to you guys the Thursday after money in the bank pass take us home baby that's it let us know what you think vote on the poll let's go i'm excited let's get it done word we're out peace peace